yo 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 what's up guys what's up guys what up guys it's your man i do a barber i'm back with another beyond the chair podcast it's wednesday we're talking barbering we got a lot to talk about barber shops are opening up all over the place and of course i'm here in tejas and we're opening up this friday according to the governor the governor wants us open this friday well he's giving us the opportunity to open up this friday so kind of weird i'm not gonna lie to you not gonna lie i, I smell fish in the air uh, ever since I've, i heard the news it's like it's a little fishy i understand right i understand there's a lot of pressure from the president to open up the economy and open up the nation you know there's a lot of money being lost a lot of money being spent and i totally get it but at what cost right at what cost is it to open up the nation now Hoo, hoo, hoo. This news came out for Texas on today's Wednesday. No, this came out yesterday, Tuesday, right? And he's like, hey, you're opening up Friday. That's real short notice, isn't it? Real short notice to open up on Friday. Message came out on a Tuesday. Very, very strange to me. I'm not going to lie to you. Real strange. Like I say, I smell fish in the air. Now, me personally, I'm not going back this Friday, right? Because I just don't trust this. Now, of course, there are things and systems that I can put in place to make this better. Shout out to everyone that's listening. Smash the like button. Share if you care. You know what I'm saying? And leave some comments in the comments below. When are you guys opening back up? I know some places it's concrete June. Some of some places are open now. Some places have different time frames of May that they're going to be open. So you guys let me know in the comments below. I'm kind of curious to know what you and your state is actually doing. But here in Texas, they're letting barbers go to work this Friday. You know what I'm saying? So kind of crazy to me. Like I said, kind of crazy. I understand Texas is a big GDP state. So, you know, there's a lot of pressure to get the Texas economy back up and running because we produce. Right. We're, we're one of those producers. California, New York, Illinois, places like these. These are big uh, GDP producing states. So I get it. But at a cost to the people now, I've slightly been following things here in Texas or Dallas specifically. And the cases, according to, you know, public websites, the cases are going up, which is kind of strange because why are we opening when cases are going up? Now, that being said, you know, the government, Texas, talking about Texas here, they sent out a minimum standard health protocol for Texas. It's a four-page doc. You can get this on gov.texas.gov. It's where you can get this. I'll try. Actually, you know what? What I'll do? Let me see if I can do this right now. I'll, I'll try and put a link to this in the description below. Uh, looks like I'll probably do that after the video is over. So I'll put a link to this in the description below for, for everyone that's in Texas that's curious about this document because... When the news came out <laughs> Tuesday or yesterday, I got DMs, you know, of course, DMs like, you cutting, you cutting? And I'm like, no. And you cutting, you got No. <laughs> and the barbershop owner of mine, he's like, hey, we're opening, re we're reopening on May. And I'm like, hey, are there any guidelines, any protocols, safety protocols to reopening? And he's like, no, which, you know, me, naturally inquisitive i'm like scratching my head like this doesn't seem right they're not just gonna let us open up and just be like all right yeah have fun guys just just do what you do 
kind of kind of fishy, right? So I was like, nah, there's probably something. So like I said, I'm gonna once this video is over, I'm gonna put a link to it in the description below. Actually, you know what? And you know what? Let me see if I can put this in the chat. And uh, dro guys, drop something in the chat if you guys are are in the building. You guys, I swear, some of you guys. Either I mean I get it. Maybe you're working out. Maybe you're driving. Maybe you're doing something. But drop something in the chat. I'm kind of curious. But I'm gonna try and drop this in the chat real quick if I can pull up this. Ah, come on, iMessage. Anyway, okay. So it looks like I'll just have to put it in the. Oh wait, no. It came up. But let's see if it gets current. But anywho, um, the document came out, and of course I was like, yeah, this makes sense because even when the governor came on and talked a few weeks ago, he was saying how will slowly open up in phases and then it was like oh 25 percent capacity then 55 or 50 percent capacity talking about uh different types of industries and things like this and i was like okay and then once my barbershop owner like i said said no i was like no no, no. there has to be some protocol so someone sent this to me which i'm thankful shout out to justin melendez another uh dallas barber here in the state of tejas so let me read off some some I'm not going to read all of it because this is four pages and I'm not a school teacher. OK, so getting barbershop employees and contractors ready to open MBD spooks says seriously. I need it all oh, seriously in need of a cut. Yeah, man, you're you would not be the only one. Trust me. Do not think you're special in this regard. And this one, I, I want to relay to clients or anyone know this. You are not special in the fact that you need a haircut. Obviously, we all know barbershops, salons, nail salons. They're all closed. So know this. We are all in need of a haircut. Most people, right? You are not alone in that fact that you need a haircut. Trust me. A lot of other people need haircuts, okay? So... <laughs> So it is what it is, okay? You guys will be a okay. I'm not sure where you are though, of course. But let me let me read off some of this, okay? Start by first offering less complex and time-consuming services such as haircuts and shaving services. Notify employees and contractors of all COVID-19 processes and procedures and require them to sign a statement acknowledging they understand and will to adhere to the guidelines, okay? Now, screen employees and contractors before coming into the barbershop. This is what they want you to do. This is the state of Texas saying this, okay? Send home, send home any employee or contractor who has had any of the following new or worsening signs or symptoms of possible COVID-19. Cough, shortness of breath or difficulty breathing, chills, repeated shaking with chills, muscle pain, headaches, sore throat, loss of taste or smell, diarrhea, Feeling feverish or measured temperature greater than or equal to 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Known close contact with a person who is in the lab, who is, what? Who is lab, oh, lab confirmed to have COVID-19. All right, all right, all right. Now, last, last little, little dot here, little bullet point. Do not allow employees or contractors with new or worsening signs or symptoms listed above to return to work until... Ooh, that's a big until. There's a lot. That's a lot. Now, here's another bullet point. Consider implementing an, a similar policy for clients. 
for temperature checks. The preferred method is to is a no contact thermometer, such as a forehead thermometer, if possible. Do not use a contact thermometer on multiple persons without disposal guards or disinfectant between persons. So we've seen some people doing this already in Georgia, things like this, where they put the you know the thermometer in the forehead. That's cool. <laughs> it's really crazy. I, I mean, it's it's just the times that we're in. It, you know, it's it's all funny. Um, I'll, uh, Mig the Barber, he's asking, he's in Arizona and they're opening up Friday, just like here in Texas. Any advice? Okay. My advice is we've went to school for sanitation and a lot of people claim, complained about sanitation as far as barber colleges are concerned. And of course, guys, if you have questions, leave them in the comments below. People complain that barber school never taught them how to cut hair. All we learned was sanitation, uh, sanitation, sanitation, sanitation. Now, here's the thing. Knowing that, and here's the thing, I hope, if they taught you that much sanitation and they drilled this into your brain about sanitation this much, I hope some of it stuck. And I hope you know how to sanitize and clean and just keep stuff cleanly. We know, you know, you and me, you know, we know that there are certain barbers out there that are dirty, disgusting, filthy, McNasties. We know this. Now, here's the thing. What are we going to do about it, right? These are the perfect times for you to be the most cleanliest barber, for you to be on your best behavior. Now is the perfect time for you to do that. Now is not the time to fall back into your old ways, rest on your laurels, go back to just doing, being the filthy McNasty barber that you used to be. Now is not the time for this. Now is the time to be cleanly. Now look, uh, Mig the Barber, uh, I would recommend that you try and either find out from someone, what do you, what do they call it there, ADLR, because it's Arizona Department of Licensing and Regulations. So yeah, ADLR, holler at ADLR, see if they can... If, if they offer any protocols or any procedures, uh, safety procedures, of course, uh, for a reopening. Now, like I said, here in Texas, they offer these guidelines. Now, look, if you again, once this video is over, I'm going to put a link to this in the description because I don't think I can find it in my iMessage. I don't think. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. I do not see it in my iMessage. So. What I'll do is, like I said, I'll put a link to this doc in the description. And if you want to follow the doc, like verbatim, you can do that. Or if you want to, you know, take what you like, leave what you don't, you can do that, right? I wish I can put this on the screen so I can show this to you. Actually, you know what? Let me just try and go up to the website. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to try and go to the website and see if I can find this doc. gov. Okay. So let's see. Let's Whoa. All right. So it looks like this is a crazy doc. But here's the thing. All this stuff being said, you know, protect yourself and protect the public. This is what they taught us in barber college. This is what you should do all the time. Now, for me personally, me personally, I don't feel the need to go above and beyond. Because I already go above and beyond. So for me, this isn't anything that's too far out of the ordinary for me. You know what I mean? Not not too far out of the ordinary for me. I feel just fine with all these new policies and procedures. I'm just fine. Okay? 
um, I just find it funny that now people feel like they have to really make serious adjustments when it comes to uh, when it comes to cleanliness. <laughs> this is a, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Why I tell you guys to always be ready so you don't have to get ready. I tell you this about your finances. Have an emergency fund in place. Don't just save your money, but invest your money as well. Protect your money from inflation. Build on a more financial future for your family or your loved ones, especially if you love them. Now, this is the stuff I talk about on my Patreon. I actually, I just shot a Patreon video right before this one, which it'll probably be bleh, probably be up later. So I'm going to do that. But I, I, I can't say this enough for you guys, man. Take care of your shit now. <laughs> be proactive with the things that are important for you. Like your assets, be proactive when it comes to things that you have to protect, like your barbering career, like your financial future. Ah, oh, this pisses me off, guys, like that. I have to say this over and over. But then so many people get caught with their pants down. I, I It really pisses me off. Now, I, I, I was able to bring up the doc. So I'm going to bring this doc up for you guys. Let me find the chat. Where did the chat just go? All right, there we go. There's a chat. Okay, let me uh, let me read a few few more comments before I show you guys this doc. And you can, like I say, actually, you know what? I'm gonna put a link to the doc in the chat. Well, I just thought I just thought about that. I was like, what the hell? Let me put a link in the chat so you guys don't have to worry so much. Let's see. Copy and paste. All right, all right. So there's the doc for Texas, guys. Um, like I say, take what you like, leave what you don't, or if you want to use it verbatim, if your state is not offering you anything, which I think would be kind of weird that your state wouldn't offer you anything as far as how to reopen some proper procedures, especially since they're working closely with people in the medical field that are working hand in hand with this. I would find that a little bit odd. Okay. Oh, okay. You say it's choppy. Yeah. It's weird, man. Like I don't. I have no idea. Well, actually, I do slightly have an idea why it's choppy. Something I'm gonna have to fix something with the, with the um, thingamajigger. <laughs> I know that doesn't even help you. You're like, what the hell's a thingamajigger? What the hell's a thingamajigger? But something with the video is making it choppy. Um, I'm gonna have to fix that. Obviously, I ain't gonna do that live because you guys ain't trying to hear that. But I apologize for any choppiness, guys. All right, so Clifford Farmer, he says Louisiana St. Tammany Parish not open until ugh, not open until June 12th at the earliest. Hey, I like I like the way you guys are thinking. Uh, Mig the Barber is asking uh, thoughts on mutated versions of Corona. I'm assuming what you mean by mutated is the disease like regenerating or replicating into like a an advanced version or more mature version of it. I don't know. But here's another thing. I, I talked about this in my Patreon video. Again, a link to my Patreon is in the in the uh, description below. If you guys like ever want to support the channel, you know, there's that super chat feature where you could donate money to the channel and things like this. I'm, I'm telling people this: do not donate money to me in the super chat because this, here's why. If you're going to donate money to me in the super chat, donate by going to my Patreon. You you not only will you you know you can monetarily uh, support the channel. But you actually get stuff out of it by signing up to the Patreon. So it's not like you just drop a super chat and like, yo, what's up? Which is great, right? I'm not, you know, it's great. But I'm, I'm taking it a step further. If you're going to donate, 
donate to the Patreon. You can actually get more out of it, okay? So um, as far as that, the mutated thing, here's another thing. I was talking about this in the Patreon video earlier. Take care of your health, guys. Like, we've seen this with this. Like, what can we take away from this, right? What are some of the causes of why people die, right? Compromised or underlining uh, health risk or symptoms or whatever. It's attacking your lungs, right? Shortness of breath. You can't really breathe that well. It's you're obviously getting sick. So take care of your immune system. Clean up your diet if you need to. Start dieting and exercising. And exercising. Like recently, I started running and, you know, doing more uh, anaerobic cardiovascular exercises to increase, ooh, to increase my lung capacity. Why am I doing that? Because with the whole climate of everything out here, why be foolish and continue to do the same thing? Now, look, I rarely get sick. I get sick probably once a year, once every year and a half. I get sick. I really don't get sick uh, that often. But in this in these trying times, like I, I don't want to just do myself a disservice by getting sick just for no damn reason. So here's the thing. Start running. Start increasing your, your lung capacity. Your, your, your heart is a muscle. Work your heart out. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> work your, Eat your heart out, America. No, but seriously, work. Increase your lung capacity. Increase your VO2 max. Work the muscle of the heart. Get in better shape. All these things, right, that I just said, it's not designed to hurt you, but it's designed to help you. So you can only become a better person from it. So what's the problem? Just go out there. And especially right now with all of us on quarantine, blah, 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 this, that, the other, you have time to do this stuff. You have nothing but time. Now, of course, price, I can't say the word procrastination is real. I talked about this. I dropped on the Patreon video, I think earlier this week. I was talking about procrastination and no excuses on the Patreon. No excuses right now, guys. Like, just get the fuck up and get to it. It's not the time to play around, okay? Get to work, okay? Ah, I wish I could talk about more, like, in depth about what I want to say, but I, I just did a Patreon video talking about this stuff, so I'm not going to just give you guys, like, free Patreon content on YouTube. But this stuff is all important, guys. I don't want you to just worry about money. Money isn't everything. And I know you might be saying that that's just something a broke person made up. But it really is true. If you ask people that are rich and have gone through adversities in life and have been through trying times, they'll tell you quickly, money isn't everything. You know, in certain scenarios in life, they don't care, they don't care about having all this money or fame or whatever. You know, other things are just more important. Uh, Maurice Porter says, I'm in St. Louis, Missouri. We don't have a date to open yet. Hey, that's what's up. See, and that, and I know I know Missouri is not like a, a big GDP state, so there's no real pressure on the state of Missouri to reopen, but it is what it is. Uh, what do you think is cheaper, disposable capes and smocks or sanitizing washable capes? Huh, that's a pretty obvious question, Clifford Farmer. Uh, the The answer is sanitizing the ones you have. Uh, because here's the thing, okay, and this is another thing I want I want to talk about too, uh, that I think some people may not be looking at or maybe overlooking moving forward. Now, if your state requires, here's the thing, like this doc, okay, I'm I'm gonna bring this up on the screen. I'm gonna pull this doc up on the screen so you guys. Uh, 
can just take a little peek. Okay. I'm going to pull this up on the screen for you. Because as I talk, you guys can read through this as I talk instead of just, you know, looking at my pretty face. Okay. So you see here, this is revised May 5th, 2020 minimum standard health protocols. This is for Texas, you know, four pages. Obviously, I'll, I'll, I'll scroll through this a little bit as I continue to talk. Okay. Now, one thing I think people are overlooking when it comes to this, because as Clifford, I think that was Clifford that said, uh, what do you think is cheaper? It's obviously cheaper to keep what you have and just wash it daily or whatever the case is. Like me personally, I always have multiple smocks just in case because you never know. Look, I always preach to you guys when you buy, buy in bulk or buy in twos because you just never know. I'm scrolling down. OK. All right. I read this part earlier, so I'm going to scroll past this part. OK. And again, this doc is in the uh, put it in the chat. And then, of course, at the end of the video, it will be in the description below. But one thing that people may be failing to realize is if you were required, here's the thing, if you're required or if you decide to take the extra step to do certain things when it comes to sanitation, cleanliness, preparation for all this COVID stuff, you know, you're wearing a mask constantly, you're changing gloves each time, which in this doc, I think it even said, I think it even said change gloves. Let me, mm, I think I, I read it in here. I just don't know exactly where it is, but here's the thing. If you're having to, cause here's the thing. If you've never worn a mask before, if you've never worn gloves before, if you now have to use a thermometer to check people, if you now have to do appointment only, which you were doing walk-ins before, if you have to do use a disposable capes uh, and whatever, here's one thing you need to realize. You might have to increase the price of your services, guys. I'm just here to tell you. You might have to increase the price of your services. That's just how business works. As much as, uh, as, much as it might pain you that, oh, I don't want to charge my clients more, right? Oh, see, look at this. Before, an, look, look I'm, I'm, I just noticed this. Before an appointment, appointment should be scheduled to limit the amount of people in the shop. Walk-in clients should wait either in their cars. Wow. Do not allow clients to bring in extra people to the appointment, such as children. Boom. Wow. Only scheduled number. Wow. Okay. Yep. 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 Um, but in here, I did read that it said change the gloves. Now, look, gloves can be expensive, especially if you're using them constantly. You know, mask can be expensive. Disposable capes are expensive. Look, guys. Now, this was all this stuff. Okay. So this is before an appointment, right? These little things that you just saw here. This is all like before an appointment. Okay. Now, you might be wondering why. Why do I have to increase my price? Because your cost, the cost of your service just went up. Do you not understand how business works? For the dumbass does, that does not understand why you might have to increase the price of your haircuts. Just like with inflation, it goes up about 2.5% annually. You should be increasing the price of your haircut every year. You should be. This is what I'm trying to tell you. You should be increasing the price of your haircuts annually. 
Inflation doesn't care about how you feel about your clients or how you feel that, oh man, I don't think people, inflation doesn't care about that. Okay. Just like this. If you have to go out here, pay more money to do all of this stuff, go through all of these extra procedures, you're going to have to uh, increase the price of your haircuts. You should. If you don't, then you're going to, what's going to happen is you're going to have to work harder to make more money because you're spending more money on your business. So now you should have to charge more. Same thing in the restaurant. If the cost of food, if the, if the food cost goes up in the restaurant, your favorite restaurant, the, of course, the price on the menu is going to go up. Okay, now let, let me scroll up to once in the barbershop because I want to read this. Because like I said, I, I skimmed through this. I didn't read it completely when it was sent to me. But let's read once in the barbershop, okay? Do not, allow, do not let clients touch handles, retail supplies. Hmm. Okay, next one. Require all clients to wash their hands upon entering the shop and before each treatment. Hmm. Next bullet point. Take measures to ensure that clients do not interact with each other in the shop. Hmm. Okay. Now face mask. Let me see. Let me highlight this <laughs> face mask or fabric free clothing should always be worn by employers, employees, contractors, and clients while in the salon slash shop, even if individuals are practicing social distancing. Now, what does that mean? You're probably not going to be allowed to do beer services, right? Right. You know, we're not going to be able to hit, hit your mustache or you know, tighten up your goatee. We can't do that, right? Because, hey, you got to wear a mask. We can't do this. And if you scroll up, it said clearly, let me go back up. Where did it say? Start by, I'm, I'm, I'm right here, guys. You see where my cursor is going. I'm right here, okay? Start by first offering less complex time-consuming services. <laughs> okay, so, that goes in line with this whole face mask thing and blah, blah, blah. So will you continue to do beer services? Good luck for you. Okay. Now, next bullet point. Clients receiving services for which a mask may not be worn, shaving, should wear a mask or face covering before and after they receive the service. Hmm. So I guess you could shave somebody, but until you get to that portion of the shave, they'll have to wear the mask. And then once you're finished, put your mask back on, boy. Okay. Now, ooh, ooh, okay. Providing services. Here we go. If gloves cannot be worn for a service, then hands must be washed with soap and water prior to providing service. Hands must be washed for a minimum of 20 seconds, which is freaking hilarious. I talked about this in the podcast months ago or, or maybe a, a couple months ago where I was like, how do you not know how to wash your damn hands as a grown ass man or woman? Come to hell. If, if I got to teach you how to wash your ass, wash your hands, Please slap your damn self. Slap yourself. Okay. Now here's one thing. Let me read let me read this one. If any if any if at any time an employee or contractor touches their face, nose, eyes, cell phone, door, credit card, machine, or any service, they have not sanitized. They must immediately change their gloves or rewash their hands with soap and water. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Do you see how how oh my goodness. Do you see? Um, let me just highlight this. This is what I just read. Look. If you see how time consuming this is, does this not even furthermore drive home the fact that you might have to raise the price of your haircuts? Do you see how much extra stuff we have to go through now? Do you see how much rigmarole we have to go through just to provide a service, which means, oh, I can cut hair in 15 minutes. 
oh, I can cut ahead in 10 minutes. Not now, right? Not now, right? It's going to take everything that much longer because they're actually having, well, I mean, look, this isn't, from what I read of this, this isn't required, right? This isn't something that TDLR came out and said. This is just from the government, right? You see, look, gov. okay? So this isn't from TDLR. This is from the government. So this is what they're requiring. Now, of course, you know, through the hustle and bustle of the barbershop, will you do all this stuff? Probably not, right? Probably. Because, look, coming out of barbershop, barber college, we know Marvicide, brush it off, clean it first, then sanitize, disinfect. Are barbers doing this? Hell no. Hell no, they're not doing it. They're not doing this. They're, they're not going through a bunch of this stuff. Now, if, if, if they can't do that in TDLR tells us that this is what we're supposed to do, what, what makes you think barbers are going to do something that's just recommended by the government? Okay. So here we go. Use disposable supplies to keep from having to handle and disinfect multi-use supplies. Okay, okay. Use disposable towels when possible and dispose of them after use. Okay, so here on page, oh, this is the last page. So this is 4-4. I'm going to let you guys read through this. Continue to service clients with the cleaning and sanitation you already practice. Ooh, okay, so here it is. Here's the glove part. If gloves are worn, they must be removed and properly disposed of immediately upon completion of the service. So like I said, those gloves, hey, glove sales are going through the roof. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I hope you guys have gloves. I actually have gloves already. I uh, probably need to buy another uh, another box of gloves. Shoot, I bet Elegance, boy, them and them A-Rod gloves. Sales are going through the roof. <laughs> Let me get off this screen and, uh, like I say, you guys can check out the the rest of this this doc in the. Uh, you can check check out this doc in the uh, the comments. Just click on it. You guys can check on it. But funny, funny doc, funny doc. A, a lot of different uh, recommendations, uh, changes to procedures and things like this. It's a lot of work, guys. I ain't gonna lie to you. There's a lot of work that needs to be done. Um, boy, oh boy. <laughs> That's a lot of work. Now, like I say, your prices are probably going to have to go up. If you're going to have to take the extra time to do some of these things that they're asking us to do. And if you, and look, here's the thing. Okay. If times were normal and they said, Hey, we recommend you do this. All right. You probably be like, you know, if times were normal, you'd be like, eh. but in the time that we're in right now, right? Especially if you have a family, if you have things, loved ones to protect, you know, yada, yada. It behooves you to do some of these things. It's in your better interest in the current climate of the nation or really the world. Let's, let's not be special here uh, that we're in the U.S. Oh, wow. So Ray Romero says in Cali, they still don't have an open date, which makes sense, right? Yeah. Uh, Choco Bowl K. <laughs> um, he says, I don't think it's a good idea to open shops, to be honest. Safety comes first. And this is exactly why you're not going to see me coming back to the barbershop this weekend. I'm not going to be that thirsty to make some money. My money's fine, guys. Like, look, I can go. I can go without working for a few more months. I have money where I don't have to worry about 
going back to work anytime soon. I can go back to work. What is it? What are we in May? Yeah, I can go. I have enough money where I can go back to work. I can stay out of work until September, October. I'm not worried about coming back to work. You know what I mean? Look, I'm not worried about some of these bills. I mean, it just, it's just bills, right? It is what it is. Okay. I ain't worried about it. Okay. Okay. And here's the thing during all this, I'm still investing. So if you guys watch any of my, uh, my investing videos, which more of that stuff's really on the Patreon, but I, I've started doing my weekly stock portfolio update here on YouTube and you get to see like I, I just deposited some more money and invested more money yesterday. And I, I want to slow down because I'm going to be honest. I have a feeling the market's going to go a little bit lower. So I'm, I'm kind of you know trying to time a little bit. So I don't want to invest too much money. I want to, if I can get in good, I'll invest a nice chunk and, you know, deposit a few thousand and, you know, invest some more. But here's the thing. I hope you guys are ready, man. This is the type of stuff we talk about in the Patreon. Bossing up, getting to a higher level of your personal well-being what the hell if you guys are uh, by the way if you guys have questions drop them in the in the chat below guys um i know you guys might be curious so you know drop some drop some questions if you have any in the comments below and uh, we'll, we'll continue to talk about this now clifford farmer he's asking do i think these guidelines are here to stay no 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 now here's the thing that was just recommended, like so. I've I've been receiving updates from TDLR. I, I get them in my uh. Ooh, oh, interesting. Okay, so funny. Thank you, Clifford Farmer. I'm I'm so glad. I'm so glad because I didn't check this. Little less than an hour ago, at twelve twenty six p.m., TDLR sent me uh an update. So let's see what this says from TDLR. Now, of course, I know all of you aren't in Texas, so this doesn't apply to you, but Plus to me, so you know. Let's see what they're saying. All right, so updates to governor's ex executive order to expand opening of certain businesses and activities. Let's go. So under the blah 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 issue, blah 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 blah, barbershop, blah blah blah. Okay, May eighth, ensure blah blah blah. Okay, so here's the checklist for barbers, checklist for cosmetologists, checklist for nail uh, salons, ah, checklist for barbershop customers. So they even have, okay, so now all of that speculative talk that I just talked about, right? They just wasted 30 damn minutes of talking about speculative stuff. It looks like now TDLR is backing what the governor says, of course, right? He's the governor. He governs the state of Texas. So if he says something, all of the other things underneath him are pretty much going to have to follow. It just makes sense. That's just how, that's how the chain of command works. Um, let me open up. Whoa, what the hell was that? Let me open up this barbershop customers checklist i want i want i want to i want to look at this okay because i'm kind of curious if it go if it falls in line what they just wrote which yeah it actually does yep it's yeah yeah it's actually literally page one of one it's the same thing wow okay there's that all right let me let me go back let me check let me look at this checklist for barbershops see if it's the same as the document that I just read. Yep, same exact document, but it's all four pages. So it looks like this is what barbershops are going to have to follow. So um, as far as to answer your question, Clifford, are these guidelines here to stay? I don't think they're here to stay. Once we get 
the control of the coronavirus and all this other stuff, I don't think, you know, you, this is here to stay. Now, look, here's the thing. The mask issue, okay? You guys probably know me or the other barbers know me. I've been wearing a mask for a while now, bef- pre-coronavirus, right? I've been wearing a, the mask pre-CV, <laughs> pre-coronavirus. But I, I've been wearing the mask for a while for totally different reasons other than the coronavirus. And let me explain if you guys missed that pro- that podcast where I was talking about these barbering products will kill you, will kill you, okay? So one morning, it was a Friday, of course. We know weekends tend to be busy for barbers. That's where barbers make a lot of their money. Weekends, great. We all know this. Check. Let's go. So that morning, I woke up. I was in bed. I was just, you know, relaxing. I felt good. Soon as I got out of bed, uh, I had a hard time breathing. Now, one might say from that brief statement, did you have coronavirus last year? <laughs> Who knows, right? Who knows? Now, I had a hard time breathing on my, the left side, the left lung. Every time I breathed in, it hurt, and I couldn't take a full breath. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is not good. I was like, maybe I slept wrong. You know, like you sleep wrong. Maybe your neck hurts. But this never happened to me before. So I was thinking to myself, hmm, okay, this is not good. Okay, yeah, I still have a few hours until the barbershop opens. Let me just give it a little bit of time. So what I did was I was like, okay, I still got to take my kids to school. Let me take my kids to school, come back home, see how I feel, blah, blah, blah. So took the kids to school. It was hurting driving them to school. Get back home. Nothing's changed. It actually got a little bit worse. So I'm like, oh, man, I'm talking to my wife. I'm like, man, I think I'm going to have to go to the go to the hospital. I'm like, man, this is not this is not feeling good. I was like, it's not going away. And I'm like, dude, I'm not I can't work like this. You know what I mean? I I cannot work like this. Like the way this felt, I can can you imagine like trying to work when you have actual coronavirus. Not to say that I did have coronavirus last year, but can you imagine like trying to work with anyway? But I I went to the ER, right? I went straight to the ER. I was just like, yo, I was like, no games. I'm like, I'm not going to like just get an appointment or try and wait. I'm like, I need to go to the ER. This is a problem. So go to the ER. They they pull me in. They do x-rays, EKGs. They check me for pneumonia. They check me for collapsed lung. Um, They hook me up to the IV. I'm laid up on the bed. And. Uh, they asked me some questions about, like, what do I do for work? Things like this. I tell them, blah, 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 like, what am I around? What do I do? Blah, blah, blah. And we draw the conclusion. Well, one, I have an inflamed lung, inflammation on my lung. And we draw by the you know process of elimination that all of this was probably due to the chemicals that I use and all of the stuff that I'm around. Now, if you guys don't know anything about me. I work in a barbershop, but I have a suite within the barbershop. So that space, I mean, look, any suite is going to be very hard to ventilate properly. Now, my suite is not ventilated properly. It's really hard to get it, you know, highly ventilated. I, I've added some stuff now to where it ventilates better. But in the conclusion of all of it, I realized that I had to start wearing a mask. Since I started wearing the mask, I haven't had any problems with my lungs. Um, and it makes total sense to wear the mask. So, like, for those of you that are, you know, wearing the mask during these times and you're just like, oh, you don't want to do I can't wait for this coronavirus over to take off the mask. Think twice, okay? 
because here's the thing. This is your health, okay? This is something that I'm actually glad this happened to me now versus, let's say, 10 years from now, this happened to me, and then I get cancer, right? And then there's really, like, no, like maybe they can't treat the cancer this at this point because it's just too far gone. The, the symptoms are just accelerated. It's attacked my lungs so much I got lung cancer. I'm glad it happened to me now rather than later. Now, this is one thing I, I try and tell barbers this protect and i even talked about this in the patreon your health is so important protect you have insurance right we have insurance to protect our assets things that make us money or things that we use to make money or different investment vehicles this is why you have insurance on these things i don't have insurance on this phone right this isn't an asset of mine i don't have insurance on this mic this isn't an asset of mine although i do use it to make money but whatever like my home my, like my the house i live i have homeowners insurance i have Insurance for the vehicles and things like this, life insurance. Like we have insurance for these things, right? I'm an asset. So protect yourself. This is so important to protect yourself. I cannot stress this enough. Now, in a barbershop, we're spraying disinfectants, we're spraying cool cares, we're spraying oil sheens, right? We're cutting hair, and the hair might be the particles of the hair might be flying into, the, into your face. I kid you not, like I wear I typically wear a hat when I cut hair. And sometimes I'll adjust my hat. Right. And I, of course, I got to touch the bill of the hat. Now, when I do that, I look at my fingers and there's hair up there just for me, like adjusting the bill of my hat. There's hair on my fingers. If you think hair got on top of the bill of my hat, you can best believe hair has probably hit my face. And if you're a, a, a barber that wears a beard, please clean your beard. Please. I cannot. Oh, my goodness. Please clean your beard. I'm actually kind of glad I cut mine. Be, and actually, that was one of the reasons, if you guys remember me from last year and things like this, uh, where I had the beard, this is probably one of the reasons why I cut the beard is because the mask is not going to fit good on the beard. And you just look weird with the beard hanging down the mask. It's a, it's a, you actually look kind of stupid for anyone that's wearing a mask and you got a beard. Trust me, you look stupid. You look dumb. Okay. Think twice now, please, but please. More importantly, clean your beard, please, 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 please clean your beard. If you're a barber and you're cutting hair and you don't wear a mask, clean your damn beard. That's disgusting. Now, if all of those reasons are not enough to wear a mask, to take care of yourself, to protect your lungs, then I can't, I can't save you. If you don't take heed and put things in place now after. And I don't, I don't mean just until the coronavirus pushes and blows over. I mean, moving forward all the way into the future, right? Please do this stuff. And it's so funny because now that, you know, the coronavirus thing happened and everyone's wearing masks, I've had people hitting me up in DMs on Instagram and things like that. And they're like, man, you knew all along, man, you've been wearing the mask. I'm like, yeah, I'm smart. <laughs> You know, I'm like, I'm just smart. You know, I just, if, if there's a problem, I like solutions, right? I'm I'm not a person that likes to mope around the problem. I'm not one of these people that likes to skirt around or, or procrastinate around the problem. I like to solve problems and that's just what it is. I just wear the mask. Now, before this whole coronavirus thing would happen, I would only wear the mask when I'm cutting hair or when I'm disinfecting tools. After that, I would take the mask off and just kind of, you know, walk around the barbershop, but whatever. 
Now I'll have to wear the barbershop or no, I'll have to wear the barbershop. I'll have to wear the mask all the damn time. Okay. So it just is what it is, guys. Like, look, and I'll tell you this. If you haven't wore a mask cutting hair, it's going to, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to take some getting used to. So here's a little bit of a recommendation from your man. I do it to my viewers. Okay. If you're not used to wearing a mask while cutting hair, I suggest right now where you're at home, wear the mask for an hour. Just put it on for an hour. See how it feels. After you get comfortable with wearing it for an hour, wear it for six hours and then see how that feels. Because trust me, you do not want to be bombarded with the feel of wearing a mask and breathing that hot air. Cause I'm going to tell you right now, like make sure your teeth are clean. Make sure your breath ain't stank when you're wearing a mask. Trust me, trust me, trust me. Okay. Make sure your breath is in order when you're wearing a mask, because trust me, that air is nothing but warm. Uh, that's underneath that mask. Okay. And if your breath is tart, trust me, <laughs> you, you don't want to deal with that. Okay. It's not a, it's, it's not cute. All right. <laughs> Here's the thing. Some people's breath be stinking so bad. You can smell it through a mask. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem. Now, the one thing with the mask that I did love was that I didn't like, I could disinfect my tools and I wouldn't even smell anything. I wouldn't smell that strong cool care smell or fragrance smells from that's within the barbershop. Like I don't smell any of that stuff. All that stuff, it don't hit me, whatever. Like I, I actually love wearing a mask. And it's one of those things, you know, like sometimes you, you might be in a rush and you forget to do something. I never forget to wear my mask when I'm cutting hair. Never. Ever since I have to, had to start wearing it, I never, never, okay, um, forgot to put my mask on while cutting hair. Trust me. Cause tr I, I tell you this, when you're, when you're cutting hair and you're doing like this, those hair particles are flying in there. It's not like the hair particles are like, like, like this, where it, it's immediately just going to like drop and hit the ground. No, these, some of these hair particles are just going to kind of like flutter around, you know, almost like a dust particle. They're going to, they're going to linger in the air for a little bit before they go down. And that's all the room and air and opportunity for it to just go. And you can just you know, you can easily just breathe all that stuff in, you know, of course, that's why we have nose hairs and things like this to protect from stuff like that. But oh, so so I Ben has skills. He said, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm going to assume he uh, he he's been wearing the mask uh, pre CV, right? If you if if you've been wearing the mask pre CV, Drop one of these in the comments for me. Drop drop one in the drop a mask in the comment if you've been if you've been wearing a mask pre CV. You know, shout out to you. And you know what's funny though? Uh, I, I even took it a step further with the mask, like because when I bought the mask, I bought plenty of them. <laughs> so it's actually kind of funny. I was like, damn, I should probably sell some of these because you know people were like price gouging, crazy. Now I I brought a mask home for myself, right? Um, I gave one to one of my clients because I didn't like this mask, so I just gave it to him. But I have one mask at home. I use it for when I do when I cut my lawn and do landscaping, because when you're cutting, especially if you have an allergy problem here in Texas, allergies are huge. Like people have allergies all over the place. Luckily, I don't have these problems with allergies. I'm not from Texas either, but I don't, I, I don't have these problems with allergies. But when I cut my grass and do stuff like this, I wear a mask because, man, like if you if any of you know, like doing landscaping and cutting grass and stuff. 
all these little particles are in the air, dust particles, grass, pollen, all this stuff. I wear my mask now when I'm, when I'm smoking or not smoking, like smoking meat. What I mean by smoking, smoking, cooking on the grill. I wear a mask. It protects me from inhaling all that smoke. It, it protects me from inhaling all the charcoal when you dump the charcoal and all the little like little dust particles come up. Come on, guys. Like, Be smart. That stuff is not good for your lungs. And it even tells you if you go back to my podcast where I, where I talked about these barber products will kill you. I read the labels on some of these products, which I read them anyway, but most people don't read the, la- the warning labels on products or really like how to properly use a product. You'll be surprised. Like if you read some of these sanitation products, like a Lysol disinfectant spray, you probably have been using Lysol disinfectant spray incorrectly the entire time and didn't even know it. Um, but here's the thing. Th- this stuff is not good for you guys. Wear a mask, please. I cannot... I cannot emphasize this. I cannot express this enough, guys. Wear a damn mask, okay? It's it's that simple. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people um, in those areas of China, they have a lot of pollution. And in the Asian culture, like people, they would wear masks more to protect, uh, protect other people from them being sick. So, like, if you saw someone sick in Asia with that had a mask on, they they probably were sick. But of course, things are a little bit different now. Um, but the mask, it, it's like, dude, like, come on, like, dude, just wear the mask. Let me, let me go up here, uh, and read another comment. So Chocobo, he's saying, I totally agree with you. That's a part of life. We're in a hard situation, but in the end, it is optimal choice. It is the optimal choice to end this pandemic faster. Yes. Now this is what I always say. And if you guys have questions, leave them in the comments below, dot, 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 um, I've been the proponent of, I'm just trying to be a part of the solution. I don't want to be a part of the problem. That being said, and if, if you truly understand that statement, that means you're going to do your best to be on your best behavior. You're going to try and be a part of the solution. You're not going to be one that's trying to accelerate this. You're, you're trying to hurry up and get past this situation so we can get back to normal. You know, I know there's a lot of people that are skeptics. There are a lot of people that are this and that. But look, man, I'm just like, hey, man, I'm good. Look, if I don't work for three, four months, I'm fine. You know, I'm not worried about the money. I have additional streams of income that still bring me money outside of barbering. And I'm actually going to talk about that Sunday when I do my uh, stock portfolio update on the importance of uh, additional streams of income. And like this stuff is important, guys. And this is what I talk about on the Patreon, too. So, again, link in the description below to the Patreon. I talk about this stuff like it's all about like finance, personal development and just being better and just trying to increase your net worth so you can operate on a higher level. So you can operate and function on a higher frequency than a lot of the people that are around you. You know, everyone's, you know, success is different. You know, I might want to become a billionaire. You may only want to become a, a millionaire. Look, don't let my goals uh, influ- influence your goals. Right. Do what you want to do in life, you know, conquer your goals, go at them each step at a time. You know, don't try and skip over a goal to get to the end goal right away, because sometimes that can be fatal in your uh, in your road to success. Just just knock off little small goals and you'll get there. You know, there's no rush. You know, life, although it, it can be short, you know, it takes time. Just be patient, patient. You know, as they say, patience is a virtue. So. 
Yeah. Yeah. Everyday mask is not a bad idea at all. Yeah. So like um, I look at the mask. Here's the thing. Let me let me go back to like L.A. This is funny. I've heard because obviously I'm obviously I'm not in L.A. L.A., just like China, has been known to have a lot of pollution. If you I've seen a picture of the L.A. skyline and it's terrifying. It's like this hazy pinkish, purplish, blackish haze of pollution. And you can see it if you're in the hills or something and you look down at the L.A. sky, you can see this. That's disgusting. I would never want to live in L.A. If I'm around that much pollution, hell to the gnaw. Now, what I heard from some people that are that live in that area, the pollution in L.A., it's like the air quality is so much better now because people have been forced to stay at home. People are not driving as much as they were before. I hear, I hear the air quality is way better, which, you know, if you look at just like, you know, city, LA, there's not a lot of trees, which trees actually help with the air quality. You know, the, che- the trees kind of kill off some of the, the air pollution. That's why it's, it sucks when pe- you go to places and you, you better, really better be careful going to places where there's no trees and there's a lot of people. That's going to mean there's going to be a lot of pollution in a high dense area. So um, trees are good, guys. Trees, it's a good thing to have trees, okay? They do serve a purpose other than just whatever the purpose is. You know, every tree is different. We're no, I'm not going to, what do they call that anyway? What What is that profession? Tree, I know it's not a treeologist, but you know what I mean? So be very careful with all this stuff. If If you do things in life, Right. Be careful. Like wear a mask. That's why I wear the mask when I'm doing lawn care. That's why I wear a mask when I'm smoking meat or I'm working on the grill. I wear a mask because I if if I if I'm doing something, and I see particles in the air and things like this. I'm going to wear a mask here. You know what's funny, though? Imagine women from like the 50s, 60s, 40s, where women were like stay at home moms. A lot of the ladies stayed home and just took care of the house and they did cleaning all the time. I heard I heard something that. A lot of the women from that era suffer from cancer because they were, were around some of these cleaning products so much, right? Cleaning a tub, like cleaning an oven, like these things, these fumes. Oh, my goodness. And that's another reason why I had to wear the mask because the fumes, the particles, the, all of the stuff that's just in the air, it really affected my lungs and sent me to the ER. And I heard that, you know, these housewives from that era, a lot of them suffer from conditions due to, you know, prolonged cleaning of houses and stuff like this. So if you're, if you're doing this stuff, be careful. Like I was doing something in my shower, right? Cause I had some mildew in my shower. So I had to get some mildew or, you know, cleaner or remover, whatever. Was this before? Yeah, this was before, this was before I had to use a mask. I think this was before I even had the mask. Yeah, it was. Cause I had to use a bandana. This stuff was so strong. It literally took my breath away. I kid you not. So, for those women that or any housewife that's always like clean, please wear a mask or something. Protect yourself because here's the thing. If you don't, of course, it's not going to some, some things are not going to affect you like right away. It's not going to just like hit you like a ton of bricks like that mildew remover did. Some things it's going to come in the in the form of. It's going to come in the uh, ah, a borist. Almost like the Arboretum because we have an Arboretum here. Uh, in Dallas, it's actually not far from my house. The Arboretum, it's really nice. We used to have a membership to the Arboretum. It's really good. We go there, walk with the kids and stuff. It's a really good place to just see some nature and look at trees, take pictures, walk around. You know, just get out of the house. But 
um, a lot of these things, they're not going to hit you right away, guys. And this, <laughs> what's so funny about this is it not hitting you right away because some people, they only respond to things if it affects them right away, right? This is the thing about being responsible and being proactive. Just because it doesn't hit you right away doesn't mean that it doesn't require attention. So it's always funny because I can tell someone something and they're like, oh, okay, yes, yeah, that sounds like the good idea, but okay, things in my life are going fine. So I'm just going to continue with the way my life has been going. That's not the wise way of thinking. That's not the wise way of living. If there's a problem and you know, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, let me implement this into my life. It seems like a, this is something smart. This is something that, you know, I should probably do. Yeah, implement it. This is what a wise man does. Here, it's like that classic saying. A smart man learns from his mistakes. The wise man learns from the mistakes of others. And that's how I've honestly tried to live in a lot of scenarios when it comes to life where I'm not just only learning from my mistakes. I'm learning from other people's mistakes. And that actually helped me a lot with barbering uh, and just in life. You know, like I see people go through things and I say to myself, would I want to go through that? And if the answer is no, I'll do things and put things in place where that does not happen to me or I lessen my chances dramatically of it happening to me. So, yes, exactly. It's better to be proactive than reactive. I, and I always try to tell people this. And this is one of those poor situations where this affects irresponsible people. And when it comes to irresponsible people, this affects your finances. A lot of people are not proactive when it comes to their finances. A lot of people are reactive. Why are you in this situation, right? So look, coronavirus, right? I'm not affected by this monetarily. I'm actually doing fine. I'm still investing money. I'm still putting thousands of dollars each month into investments during the coronavirus. No problem whatsoever. Why? Because I learned from this. I'm look, I'm almost 40 guys. I'm 39 years old. I remember 2008, 2009, 2007, 2010, all that stuff. At the time I was broke. So it wasn't like, oh man, this crisis, oh, we're in recession. I was already broke. Okay. <laughs> but one thing I did know was this, there were a lot of people that came out of that situation richer. A lot of people who, who didn't have money came into some money and real estate was cheap. My credit wasn't in order. I didn't have my finances in order. And it, it kind of like pissed me off. I was like, damn, man. Like just looking at, uh, imagine this. Okay, guys, look, I used to live in Panama city beach, Florida. It's a, it's a vacation town. A lot of people come there vacation, blah, blah, blah. Uh, also known for spring break. They were selling. I remember there were condos for sale condos on the beach, literally on the beach. You would go to your window. You see emerald color water, white sand beaches. There were people buying condos for 40 to $50,000 guys. 40 to $50,000 condos for sale back in 0809. <sighs> and I couldn't buy one because I didn't have my finances in order. I didn't have my credit in order. I would have loved to have bought a house then at that time. Trust me, guys, I would have loved to. I could easily pay a, a $50,000 house off in like what? Five years. You could easily pay that house off in five years. And then you could just cash flow it. You could either live there. Now, the price of those condos now, they're about what? When I left, when I moved from Florida, they were around 172s. 
if you talk about like a two bedroom, I'm telling you, I missed out on a big opportunity. So what I said to myself moving forward was like, okay, never I'm going to get caught with my pants down. And of course, if you just go off historical data, history is the best trajectory for the future. It's going to tell you a lot of things if you average everything out, right? Uh, so if you, who was that? I think, jeez, uh, I forget the the, uh, the the big money guy. He broke this down in an average. I forget his name. Oh, no, Peter Lynch. Damn, how did I, how did I forget Peter Lynch's name? Anyway, I think his haircut always like really resonates with me. Peter Lynch's haircut more than his name. But Peter Lynch, he would, he broke this down as far as how can you expect things to happen as far as like crises, recessions, crashes, as far as the stock market and things like this. Here's one thing that you can know. If there's a crash now, right? Because this was long overdue, this whole coronavirus thing. This is just the perfect storm when it happened. We were long overdue for something to happen, right? Really, the, the last major big thing was the 0809 thing, right? That's like over 12 years ago. But if you go off the last 100 years from what Peter Lynch said, a stock market cr- or crash or correction, something of lo- along those lines where you talk about real estate, those things happen on average every six years. So again, we were long overdue for this. Now, if you get through this coronavirus situation, if you got through it and made some money, you're my man. But if you got through this by the skin of your teeth, just know this on average in about six years, something crazy is going to happen again. The only question is, will you be prepared once that time happens? Again, I hope you do not get caught with your pants down again. Now, look, if any of you are older, like my age or really what I mean by older is at an age of the 0809 crisis where you were an adult and you're struggling now in this current climate, shame on you if things were within your control. Things were outside of your control, different story. Like you had like a medical thing that took you out or had a big hit to your finances within the last year or two or whatever, or death in the family and this, that, whatever. Like, But if it was within your control, shame on you because you should have learned from the mistakes of the past. This is life, you guys. This is why it's important to be a wise person when you're walking through the journey of life. Just having fun, being stupid, that is not smart when you're walking through uh, the the journey of life. Uh, I've been I've been had skill says uh, I bought my st- my stocks cruise liners. You know what's funny? I sold all my cruise line stocks. I actually I just sold my Royal Caribbean stocks earlier this week. I think Monday morning I sold my uh, Royal Caribbean, which I'm going to talk about that Sunday on the stock market video. And again on uh, Patreon, you know, I, I show you guys like my portfolio and you get to actually see where all the money is and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, I'm going to talk about that stuff more Sunday. Oh, man, we're the same age. I'll be 40 this year. But here's one thing, guys, if you just made it out of this, cause you're going to make it through this guys, unless you get coronavirus and die. I mean, pff, it is, but look, if you make it through this, okay, promise me, but not only me make an even heavier promise to yourself that this will never happen to you again, that you will start putting system in place to have emergency money, emergency fund money, right? You'll have certain insurances in life to protect the assets and the people that you care about. Get this stuff in order, right? Start working on raise to create additional streams of income. I'm giving you guys Patreon content right now. Create additional streams of income. 
work on increasing your income from your main source of income. This is all important. And look, in life, as you get older, you should make more money the older you get in life. This is just how it should be. I'm just going to be honest with you. It should be, right? Like my 10-year plan is my 10-year plan, which I'm going to talk about my 10-year plan. Actually, you know what? I might make, I might do this on YouTube. I might do this on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll probably do this for YouTube. I'll, I'll give you, um, I'll probably do a stream where, where I'm going to talk about my, um, geez, my 10-year plan and my plan to get rich, which according to my numbers, I should get there. I should get there by the time I turn 50. I plan, like I'm 39, I plan on cutting hair until I'm about 50. Uh, once I get to 50, the whole cutting hair aspect is going to, like, like, you know how, like, Max Kellerman says Tom Brady's going to fall off a cliff? Like, the the amount of hair that I'm going to be cutting once I hit 50 is going to fall off a cliff. Uh, because I don't plan on being in this game, like, till the day. I, like, I love cutting hair. Like, I have no problem cutting hair until I'm 50, like, you know, you look at some of these other people, the the younger barbers are like, I ain't cutting hair. I'm 35. I'm out of here. I'm, I'm, I'm done cutting hair at 30. Okay, cool, cool. Don't try and shame anyone else. Like, if that's your goal, like I said, if I want to be a billionaire, you want to be a millionaire, I'm not going to shame you because you only want to be a millionaire. Do things that make you happy in life. That's what I was talking about in this Patreon video that I did earlier that's not going to be on the Patreon right now, but a little bit later today. Um, do things in life that make you happy. Get to boss status where you don't have to worry about Someone saying, hey, man, you need to come to work or, hey, man, I need you to do this. If you got some fuck you money, you could tell them to kiss your ass. OK, this is what I'm trying to tell you. When you get to a, when you, when you get to where all these three things are working for you, I'm not going to explain all three things because I was talking about them on the Patreon. But if you get to where you can get all these three of these things firing on the uh, same cylinder. You, you you are on a different level. You've achieved boss level like they do in the old video games like you're at the boss level, you know, you got to beat the boss, you know, to get to the next level. Like you're going to be a full boss level once you can get there. And it's not that hard guys. Like you just got to have a little discipline. You got to put a plan together and you got to execute. I talked about this in my other video where how to save $25,000 a year, which that video is on my Patreon now. Um, it was on YouTube, but I took it off YouTube and it's just on Patreon, but it's easy. You just got to have some discipline. Like, uh, and if you want any successes in life, if you want any thing to go good for you, you have to have some discipline and you have to have a plan, of course. So, and you got to execute on your plans. It's not just going to happen by you just sitting idly by and you're just like hoping that this happens for you or you're wishing that the government comes and bestows this wisdom or money upon me. No, you got to go out. Whoa. You got to go out and get it sometimes. You have to put a plan together. A lot of these things just don't happen overnight. I know nowadays, you know, people want things like, I mean, like people want stuff right away these days. Like the, the amount of impatience that people have these days is incredible. Incredible, guys. I cannot stress this enough to you. Have patience, especially. And uh, this is this is the, uh, the OG talk to, to the younger people out there for any of you younger people that are listening. The OG. I don't mean the original gangster. I mean, original genius. Okay. So this is what I'm trying to tell you for my 20 year old somethings. If you just sacrifice, and I laid this out in my, how to save 25 K a year and how to have a six figure liquidity of cash net worth in four to five years, it was, it's possible. I laid the, I laid it out in that video. 
Very easy. Now, here's the thing. Sacrificing four to five years of just some fun just to get to it, work on personal development, working on strengthening your mind and everything. <laughs> I know. You know what's funny? I, I've been had skills. I've been one. Okay, I'm going to talk about something. Okay. Remind me to talk about this because have you ever watched a YouTube video and you watch the ad and they're like, they typically has on has on like a flashy jacket and or like they're sitting in a fancy background or they're sitting in their Mercedes or something. They're like, yo, God, you want to know how I made a hundred thousand dollars this month? Like, you ever seen those ads on YouTube? I'm about to talk about those here in a second because I actually did I, I did some research and it goes back onto kind of like what I bet and has skill said like Amazon got people fucked up. I'm going to, I'm going to, I did the research. I took about two hours of my time to actually, you know, do this research and actually see what this is about. And I was like, Hmm, okay. But I'm going to explain here in a second, but you want to, before I do that, let me go back to what I was talking about. You want to make sure everything is firing on all cylinders. Guys, I have a plan to put it together. If you just sacrifice a little bit, please four to five years, if you could sacrifice just four to five years of your time, trust me, it will harvest the returns that it will harvest. If you have another plan, what to do with that money and your investments after that. Oh my God. Do you not understand? I hadn't, I, I told this story a few times on the YouTube channel. I had an OG when I was, cause I was in the military. I joined the military. So at 18, there was this OG. He came out and talked to a, a bunch of the first, first term guys. And everything he told me made sense in my head. I was like, man, this makes total sense. Like it's a I was like, good plan. I was like, this makes total sense. I'm like, man, I'd love to, you know, blah, blah, blah. But you know what happens when you're young? You're a little bit fearless. You're a little bit ignorant. And you just want to have fun, right? You just, you know, if nothing, it's like that saying goes, right? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So it's one of those things. Like, dude, I'm living my life. I'm having fun. I'm doing good. Why change anything, right? This is what I'm trying to tell you. And this is the type of stuff we talk about in the Patreon. Sacrifice a little bit. And I'm not going to go into what he told me uh, back then. The only thing that kind of upset me. The only thing that upset me was this. Ew. That I didn't have a mentor in my life consistently. Right. And this is the important about hanging around positive people, putting in things into your mind and things that you're around all be like positive or things that work towards your future goals having a mentor, because I tell you what, if this guy was around me like every month or every week where I could see him all the time and maybe get some words of wisdom and sit down and just kind of check in with him like, yo, this, 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 trust me, man, I tell you, I kid you not right now, I would be a multimillionaire right now. The only bad part about that is you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. You wouldn't be tuned into this YouTube channel because trust me, I probably wouldn't be, or maybe I would be doing YouTube, but it wouldn't be barber related because of Barbara would be the furthest thing from my mind, but I kid you not, dude, if I would have just, man, like just thinking about it, it kind of pisses me off, but I really don't like to dwell in the past. I like to just really go towards the future. I'm not one of those people that likes to live in the past and dwell on it and kind of just be like, oh man, like see, man, if I would have did this, man, you see, this is, man, this is the reason why. No, you have the ability at any point to change anything. This is what I'm trying to tell you guys. Like you might be in a shitty position now. That doesn't mean you're going to be in a shitty position two, three, five, ten 10 years from now. You can still go out and change your life and do positive things. 
put a plan together, right? Execute and have discipline along the way. I talked about PDE or PDE or DPD or whatever, whatever, however you want to use the, uh, the acronym PED, you just have to use it all three together. You can be unstoppable, but you also have to work on other things as well. You know, you got to work on the mental, the physical, all these things work together with money. Okay. But let, let me, <laughs> yes. And here's the thing. I talked about this too, um, not only on Patreon but on YouTube. When you t when you when you're talking about investing, okay, people, this is the thing that people, and actually this is a perfect segue into the Amazon thing that I'm I'm going to talk about how Amazon, like what uh, I I've been had skill said, Amazon got people fucked up. I'm this is going to segue perfectly into this, so. The problem with investing for people is this. A lot of people either don't see the the amount on their investment that they want or what they think they would get out of an out of an investment. Now, now some investments you're not going to make 100%. You're not going to double, triple, quadruple your money. You know, a lot of these things that's fairy tale investments. You know, when you get stuff like this, that's more really, really, really risky investments. If you talk about getting two, three, four X on your money, i.e. if you go put a thousand dollars or $10,000 on a fight, you know, like that's a risky investment. That's where you can forex your money. You know, like you put your money into trading options in the stock market. That's betting. That's a risky investment. Now, a lot of people, they want investments like this, but then they don't want to take the risk. That's not how it works, baby. You, you have to put your ass on the line if you want to really have good things. If you really want to make some money, you got to take some risk. That's just associated with investing or making money. <clears throat> You're going to have to take some risk. So um, a lot of people, they don't want to. And it's really sad because a lot of people are so impatient when it comes to investing. A lot of times it's brick by brick. You slowly build the house by putting one brick on top of the other. And I honestly... All the time, guys, and I kid you not, all the time, I have to check myself when it comes to this. Um, and I'm going to talk about this on one of my uh, stock, mar stock market portfolio videos. Actually, I need to write these videos out so they can be structured properly so I can get through the video quickly because there's a lot of stuff. And I only do it every week. And these videos are usually 30, 40 minutes. So I got a long time, to, a lot of time to talk about it. But um, I need to lay this out. I'm, I'm going to probably do that today. Uh, but. The thing with, like he was saying, automatic savings account is a good start. Yes, this is good. But I always tell people with saving, it's, it's not good to just save your money. You need to save your money and invest. I showed in that video what inflation would do to about $20,000 in your money. No, no matter what amount of your money, right? But I used to think $20,000 as, as an example. I showed you what inflation will do to that money over a 10 year period, save and invest. But here's the thing, like I said, brick by brick by brick, take your time with investing. Not everything is just going to be like boom, 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 boom. And you're going to see the best returns right away. I'm trying to tell you this and I need to do this. Actually, no, I've done this video already. I just got to edit it. Wow. Okay. I'm going to drop a video probably next week. I'll probably drop it. Cause I got some other videos I, got, I need to drop this week. But the power of compound interest, the problem is in any investment, whether you do real estate and you're getting ca cash flow, which, you know, you, you get that compounding effect. 
a lot of times people in the beginning of their journey of finances and investing, you're not going to see compound interest hit you hard right away or even in the stock market. Like if you guys don't know, like I'm a dividend growth investor. So in the beginning, you're not going to see the comp that the real heavy compound effect take place. You're not going to really get to feel it right away. And a lot of people, they get discouraged in the beginning because they're like, yeah, yeah it's, just, it's just a little bit. But if you stick around, continue to invest over and over and over, over time. And as your portfolio grows, whether it's the stock market, whether you're real estate investments, whether you're doing business or whether you're doing some sort of like side hustle that just makes you money over time, the compounding effect will take place. And that's when you're going to make the most of your money. Please understand this guys, please understand this. When it comes to investing, you're not going to just hit home runs out of the park right away. You have to stick around. You have to stick around. This is why patience is a virtue. And I have tons of patience, but like I say, I, I still have to check myself sometimes where I'm like, man, I want to, cause I, I, I still want to like, like even today I was like, man, I was looking at the stock market. I was like, man, I want to put another thousand in and I'm just like, okay, stop, stop, stop. I just put 400 in a couple of days ago. And then last week I put in, I think like 900 and then I sold off some stuff and then kind of, you know, which I talked about that in that video, but. The thing is, I'm, I'm like, you got to have some patience. You can't just be in a rush all the time. And also another thing, which I'm, no, I'm not going to talk about that in this video, but um, it's one of the things that people get in, in, in trouble with when it comes to investing is people invest money that they shouldn't be investing money into whether, whatever it is, business, real estate, stock market, whatever it is, people invest money into things which they really shouldn't be. Meaning let's say if you have money, like your rainy day money, or you have money just set aside for, you know, Okay, shit goes bad, right? People sometimes will use this money and be like, let me take the risk. And then it blows up in your face. Now you're pissed, right? So you got to have that separation of your money, right? The separation of roles, if you will, with your money, right? Don't play around. Don't invest your money, your emergency fund money. Like let's say you have 20K of emergency fund money. Let's say you have $100,000 invested into the market. And let's say an opportunity pops up where like, yo, $10,000, you could quadruple this in the next couple of years and you got 10,000 right here, but is that the smart move? Not really. It's a risk. So it's not necessarily the smartest thing to do, but let me talk about Amazon. <laughs> okay. So here's a story. Okay. And this is why I'm just like these new people, man. I really, I really feel bad for some of them. I really, I, not some of them. I feel bad for all younger people because the pressure's there. There's such a rush to do everything. Like everyone wants everything like right now, right? Like computers have to be faster each year. Phones have to be better each year. There's always a new model phone. Look, this is an iPhone 7 Plus, I think. I got this thing like right when the iPhone 10s were coming out. They were they were trying to sell me on the iPhone 10. They were like, man, it's coming out. I'm like, nah, I'll just get this, right? Because I was like, one, I was on Florida on vacation a few years ago. I was on the boat shooting stupid Instagram videos. And then my phone got wet on the boat in Florida and <sighs> can piss me off. I had to go out. Otherwise I'd still have an iPhone six right right now. I kid you not guys. I'm not in the business of, of making Apple richer this phone. I'm going to ride out with this phone until this, this thing just can't work anymore. This MacBook pro that I have right now, I'm going to rock this thing out until it can't rock out anymore. I'm not in the business of trying to have the updated and most latest and greatest this and that and technology. Dude, worst investment. Okay. So the funny thing was, why did I, how did I even get on talking about phones? Anyway, let's get back to Amazon. So 
have you ever saw those things where the guy, like I said, he comes out like, yo, 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 you, 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 you want to make $100,000? Oh, oh, yo, you, you like this nice car that I'm riding in? Hey, click the link below. You know, you, I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen that stuff, right? You, you, you've seen that stuff, right? Those little silly Amazon uh, ads that pop up on YouTube videos. Now, peep this out, okay? Now, I was like, of course, I, this is corner us. I have a lot of time, right? So I was like, okay, I have time. Let me see what the hell this is about. So this one particular guy, he popped up and he, the video was like real sketchy. Like it was like all foggy and stuff. He was like, Hey man, he's like, I made uh like a hundred thousand dollars or no. He was like, I made like 15. I think he said he made like $15,000 this month in passive income. He's like, man, by doing this one thing, he's like, you want to learn how to do it? It's, the video is like two to three minutes, but then you have to click on it. And he was like, Oh, I'm doing a, uh, I'm doing a free webinar i think he said like a free webinar you know just click the link in the low link uh click the link below to get signed up and blah 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 he's like by he's like i'm doing ghost audio on amazon right so i'm like okay 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 so i click the link i listen to the the two-hour webinar because i was just like let me see what this is about because i'm sure as i know and as you know you've seen all these sorts of little stupid things from these people on these ads through YouTube videos talking about these little get rich quick schemes and like, do you know, follow me here or click on this and do this training and blah, blah, blah. And so I was just really curious. So I clicked on it. I went through the webinar and he basically what they're doing is long story short, right? Cause I'm going to spare you the two hours. All they're doing is publishing books. They're writing books and publishing books and they're selling them on Amazon and uh, they're selling them in the audio version. And I'm like, there's a kicker to it though, right? Because you might say to yourself, yeah, I could write a book and make 15 grand a month. Cool. Here's the kicker. Here's the catch to it, okay? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Here's the catcher or the kicker, right? So it's not like they're spending hours upon hours of time, maybe months worth of time, uh, like, pulling at all of the things that are deep inside of them and using their thoughts. No, 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 no. What they're doing is this. They're hiring a, okay, so here's what they do. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to summarize this in a few minutes. So let me make sure nobody, if you guys have questions, leave them in the comments below because I'm about to tell you what they, uh, the little, I wouldn't say it's a, actually it is slightly a scam. Like I, when I looked at it, I was like, that man, that's actually pretty dope. But then at the core of myself, I was like, I can't do this. I was like, morally, it goes every, against everything I stand for. I cannot do this. I was like, if I would, were to do this, I'd have to do it myself. I'm not, I can't, I, I can't BS the people. I was like, I can't, I can't do it. So here's the, here's what they do. Their scheme is this. They will first go into Amazon, look at, look into the, the book section, or I don't know what it's called in Amazon, um, whatever, but look in the, the books right? So they would look at to find what books are number one sellers and to, or see what books or what topic of books are trending and are, that are popular and that are good sellers. What they would do is once they find that little key data out, they would then go off to hire a ghostwriter. And then they would go and find a ghostwriter who would write them whatever, like, let's say they want 10,000 words, right? Or whatever, they would go and hire a ghostwriter, pay them about two, three, four hundred dollars to ghostwrite for them, 
And these ideas are not their own. This is the ghostwriters, right? The ghostwriter has a topic to talk, to talk about. Like, let's say how to become a millionaire in 2021, right? Let's, let's say that's the topic, topic of the book. You give that topic to the ghostwriter and then the ghostwriter will write a book for you. Once you get the, the, uh, everything back from the ghostwriter, then what they would do is they would hire someone on Fiverr to make them a cover art, right? For their book, right? So you go to Fiverr. I'm not sure if you guys heard of Fiverr.com. They go to Fiverr.com, have someone like put them with some little cool, whatever like thing and make the copy of their book. You know, they would do this. Then their book is now ready to publish. So they would publish this book on the Amazon. They would put it out there. And then now, of course, because this book is now aligned with book, other books that are bestsellers or trending books, a book that makes a lot of money. In turn, their book is going to get some of the rub off of that, because if people see this like, oh, man, this. And then, of course, they would get people to put, go in there and put reviews, blah, blah, blah. But then also because. Ebooks are, are not ebooks, but uh, audiobooks are very popular. What would they would also would do is to create even more additional streams of income off of that book is have someone narrate the book for them. So um, if you guys have listened to any audiobooks, you probably listened to an audiobook of maybe the actual author actually reading the book himself. These no, you can hire a narrator for the book. What, what, whatever accent, maybe you want a British accent or Australian accent, smooth, like lady or female, kind of like with your phone, how you can kind of have Siri, whoever it is you want to be, whatever, respond back to you in whatever accent or whatever. They would do this and then publish that on, in audio format. And then you would just make money this way. I was like, and this is, this is why I said earlier, this goes against everything I stand for. I can, me personally, I cannot put my name on a book or a product saying that, oh, I wrote this or, oh, this is my book, knowing damn well that I didn't write the book. I had no input on the damn book. And I just put a little, I, I just put this little product out just to look cool and just to make money off of it, just to make money. If me personally, if I'm going to make a book, I'm going to write the book. It's going to be my thoughts. It's going to be my ideas. It's going to be my life experiences. It's not going to be the experiences or the ideas of a ghostwriter. And that's all these people are doing. And you know what? They're doing this over and over and over. So they're publishing two to three books every month. It's easy. You want to know why it's easy? Because they're not writing the books themselves. It's none of their ideas. It's all from a ghostwriter. I mean, look, cold hustle. And, they're, you know, I guess some of the testimonials, like people are saying, hey, man, I'm making, you know, $5,000 extra a month, you know, doing this, and which I Look, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't doubt it because it when I looked at everything and the model of it, I'm like, yeah, I could see how how that would make people some money. And I was like, it's a cold hustle. So if any of you are interested in ghost audio, if you guys don't have morals, if you guys just only care about money and things like this, hey, go ahead and do ghost audio. Because uh, just me personally, I've toyed with the idea of writing a book, but. I don't think it's going to happen right now. I, I want to do certain things before I actually write a book. But me personally, man, I can't write a book and just have somebody ghost write the whole damn book. Like literally, let's say I write a book on five ways to be nutritious in 2020. 
and then I hire a ghostwriter to write the whole damn book. None of the ideas are mine. Like, can you imagine like someone comes up to me and like, yo, man, I read your book, man. I love so, like this part of the book. And then I have no fucking idea of what they're talking about because I didn't write the book. I didn't read the book. Like I just did it to just make some quick money. Hell no, I couldn't do it, man. And I'm like, yeah, that's a cold hustle. That is a cold hustle, cold hustle. And I, I, I don't doubt that these guys are making money doing this. I just can't do it, man. Like, and this is why I always tell people like money isn't everything. And like just doing stuff just to make money, like just to get a quick buck. Like that's as quick as it's going to be. You ever heard this thing like quick buck? Like that's why they call it a quick buck because as quick as you can get it, as quick as you can lose it. Like when you think about it, let's say you do get into ghost audio and you're making some money. Where's the stuff? Where's the substance? What will happen when that whole business model goes into decline or just disappears or whatever, or maybe it dries up? Like, what do you have? What do you, what are you going to go on to? What the next hustle, right? So you're just going to be hustling all your life, just doing, just hustling people out of money, your whole damn life. It's almost like you're a con man. I just can't do that. If I'm going to write a book, it's going to come from me. So I was just like, nah, man. And this is what I say, man. You got to have a moral code. You got to live. You got to live by something. A lot of these young people, they don't live by a damn thing. They just want to get money right away. They see people doing stuff, living a good life, and they're, they're willing to do any and everything to to live the same exact lifestyle. And all these people that are like, yo, those audios dope, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, I'm like, okay, man, look, I. I'd rather do it my way. I'd rather do it the hard way. And then once I actually get there, all of all, I, like once I actually get to the point where I've achieved my goals, it will be more fulfilling and I'll actually have more joy out of it rather than just pulling off some, some little quick shyster move. You know, like, like I, I was just like, when I saw it and that's the only reason I went through that whole two hour thing. And we, even when he was doing it, I was just like, why, why he get to the damn point? That whole thing that he explained, he could explain that whole presentation in, in 15 to 20 minutes. I kid you not, guys. He just was like tap dancing around certain stuff just to keep you around. And I was just like, he's so lucky. I'm just laying in bed with nothing to do right now. Otherwise, I would not. That, that's the first time I've ever clicked on anything like that and actually was like, going through the stuff. I was just curious because I was like, I see this stuff all the time. And you know, of course, naturally you're like, dude, how real is this? Right. Cause anyone, like I can, I can make one of those videos like, yo, you want to make, or you want to make two, $2 million a month by marketing with these five simple steps, you know, and I, I, you know, do switch a clip and then, then do a little transition. Now I'm now by, by somebody else's Ferrari or something. And I'm like, yo, follow me here, blah, blah, blah. Like I could, I could do something like that and have you guys click on my links and then buy my courses. And that's not me, man. That's not me. I'm not trying to sell you a dream. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a pimp. Okay. I'm not trying to sell you a dream. You know, if I'm going to, if I'm going to have you do something, I want you to do it the right way. I want you to be morally and ethically responsible along the way. I'm not trying to sell you the get get with uh, get rich quick scheme because look, man, if here's the thing with get rich quick. If you're not mentally ready to handle money, you have no business being rich because all it's going to do is expose all your flaws, all of the things that are bad about yourself. If you're if you're a rude person with money, you're going to be way worse. Cuz how many times you see people with money act different? feel entitled because now that they have money that the world owes them something. We see it all the time. But I want to get out of here because uh, 
I have a feeling that I don't want to make this video too longer than it already is. But I appreciate y'all for rocking out with me and, you know, talking about stuff in the barbershop and things like this. Barbershop's getting ready to open again. Um, I'm going to I'm going to leave a link in the description below uh, to Texas's <laughs> operating procedures. And, and as I found out while doing the podcast, TDLR came out and actually gave Texas guidelines to reopen it. And I also suggest you guys check your DLR, whether it's FDLR, whether it's CDLR, ADLR, uh, IDLR, NYDLR, what, what, are, what other states are there? Whatever, you know, <laughs> LDLR, if you're Louisiana, whatever your state is, check your whatever DLR website uh, for any, any good guidelines and blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, be smart about the way you work during this coronavirus uh, situation. If you're going to go back to work right away, like as I said earlier, we're scheduled to go back, you know, this Friday, which I'm not keeping my ass at home. Uh, I'm going to talk with my wife and we're going to see what's best for us. Cause the, look, here's the thing. The government does not run my life or make decisions when it comes to my finances or the way um, I pay my bills or how I pay my bills or how I make my money. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Sign up to that Patreon. I'm trying to get y'all the boss level where you're not like, oh, oh, they're not going to save us. Oh, I'm waiting for. No, y'all better stop. I'm trying to tell y'all. They can't save y'all. They can't save y'all asses. I'm, tr I'm trying to tell you. They cannot save y'all asses. You can only save yourself, guys. I'm telling you. Y'all need to level the hell up, man. Because I'm telling you. I'm going to be giving you guys updates on the Patreon, probably on the YouTube channel and things like this. Like once you start seeing things that I'm going to show you guys, you guys are going to be like, what? Like, man, I should have hopped in a long time ago. Shit, hop on now and start getting the fucking ball rolling. Don't wait. Start today. I know it sounds like a, like one of those 3 a.m. infomercials. Don't wait. Start now. Just from anyway. But I hope you guys be safe out there. Please, please, please be safe. I hope you don't do anything dumb. I hope you make it through this. Just a little small recap. If you make it through this, promise yourself deep down in your heart that you won't end up in a situation like this again. That's all I can say to you. You know, like I, I can't make you do it. I can only kind of like push you, push you and just kind of help you in the right direction. But it's been your man. I do it signing out. Don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe and share. I'll holler.